everybody. Welcome to Podcasting for Humans, honest conversations about podcasting problems. Every week on Podcasting for Humans, a different podcaster brings a podcast problem, struggle, or doubt to the table, and we process it together. Though that is not exactly what is happening this week. This week, it's just going to be me thinking a little bit out loud and processing what I've learned about podcasting in 2023 as we lead up to the new year. So this will be the last podcast of the year. I will not be releasing a podcast next week, but um, please stay tuned because we will be back for sure. By the way, if you would like to come on Podcasting for Humans and process together, uh, please let me know. I'm Richard Clark. I'm the owner of Area Code Audio, a podcasting agency that helps people, organizations, and brands build trust and loyalty through the medium of podcasting. We started in August. August 1st is the official official launch date of Area Code Audio, LLC, and um, it's been a ride, but I have been making podcasts all year long, and so this is something that um, it's been pretty uniquely intense in the last few months, really focused on making podcasts for clients, helping people make podcasts, helping others make podcasts, and then making podcasts for audiences for the last year. Um, I have five thoughts that I've written down about some things I've learned in the last year about podcasting. We're just going to riff on it. I've never done this format before, by the way. Monologue format is something I've always struggled with. Honestly, I don't know if you are like this, but for me, when I start monologuing and I'm not talking to someone and sort of focused on them, instead, my brain focuses on literally everyone, and that includes everyone who might be in my audience, everyone who could one day be in my audience, everyone who is not going to be in my audience because of something I just said. So right now, for instance, I'm hearing people go wrap it up i'm bored so i'm gonna move on but i i think that's a a plus and a minus um i will anyway that (laughs) that is what goes through my head i figure if i can't be honest here where can i be honest that's what goes through my head when i'm monologuing and so i do struggle with it so hopefully this turns out okay and i'll maybe do some more versions of it let me know what you think Uh, The first thing I learned in 2023, or at least the first thing I'm going to talk about, is that podcasting is really, I mean truly, an unsettled medium, and it's always changing. And by the way, these are things that maybe we already knew, but we start to like experience them this year, and I sort of experienced this in a new way. Um, And in particular, um, you know, the, the nature of what a podcast is, what people expect out of it, how it's perceived in the marketplace. Um, I think that a lot of those things have been changing like really rapidly um, in the last year. Um, Notwithstanding all the changes that have happened in the last five years, you know, this year has been a, a year that has sort of simultaneously felt like stability, Lots of people finding ways to sort of stabilize and like make sense of how to make money off of a podcast, how to sustain a podcast long term. But then also a lot of like bubbles continue to burst. Um, A lot of big platforms and big companies who have invested a ton of money in podcasting just going, you know what, we're basically out. Um, Spotify being the biggest example of this, essentially doing away with Gimlet. Gimlet's basically a shell of its former self. I think it's completely gone, maybe. I don't know. But um, Gimlet is not what it used to be as of this year. And that's a great example of sort of high hopes and aspirations from big players sort of crashing down. And I think, um, you know, as I've been watching that, I have not been particularly surprised 
surprised by it. I think one of the takeaways for me is that um, <laughs> it's sort of like the, the things, the, the sort of reasonable ambitions I've seen people have, have have essentially played out. I think a lot of people that want to podcast and and try to do that in a sustainable way that makes reasonable, logical sense and isn't sort of overly funded um, has largely worked. So if you're a person who wants to engage with your audience on a deeper level, podcasting has proven to be a great way to do that. I think that we're seeing that increasingly this year. If you're a brand or organization who wants to do that, podcasting has proven itself to do that. I think this is the year that we all sort of discovered. I, I don't remember what the survey was, but there was a survey out that like really a series of surveys that sort of clarified people want to listen to the podcasts of brands. People are interested in that idea. Trader Joe's did this a long time ago. I think a few years ago, they launched the Trader Joe's podcast. I mean, they did not put a lot of thought into how to frame that podcast. I'm sure they actually did, but it doesn't seem like it because it's just called the Trader Joe's podcast. Nothing special there, but people love Trader Joe's and they saw the podcast as a way to become even more connected to their favorite brand. And I think that is a thing that really works these days. Um, the number two thing I want to talk about, podcasting and video are having a moment. And this is one of the biggest changes in the podcast format in the last year. Not so much like an actual change, but like a realization of how th- people are thinking about and framing podcasts. Sounds profitable. Look it up. Sounds profitable. Put out some findings at the, toward the end of this year. Basically making clear what we have all felt, which is that increasingly when people talk about podcasts, a lot of people... In fact, maybe even most people mean video podcasts or they think of video podcasts. This is something I'm still wrapping my head around, to be honest. I don't know what to make of this. It's something we're going to have to think about a lot. And a lot of what I'm about to talk about in the next few things is going to have to do with sort of how to think around these sort of structural format questions. Does something become a video podcast. Now, I'm recording this as a video podcast right now, and I'm doing that to give myself options. And I think that's the big takeaway. You want to give yourself options. I'll be honest. I have called my company Area Code Audio for a reason. I really appreciate the audio format. I think it's the most intimate. I think it's the best for connection, but it does limit you in terms of discoverability. And a lot of people prefer to watch people have conversations Something that personally I don't super get. So while I really appreciate audio as an art form, I also think that, frankly, one of the things I'm grappling with and accepting this year is that audiences are kind of king and they are going to decide how they want to watch something or listen to something or consume something. And a lot of them prefer to have that optionality of going from, you know, I want to watch a podcast on video if I'm like, late at night and bored and don't want to get into a 30 minute show or I like want to listen to it because I'm on the road and or taking a walk or whatever so video is having a moment that's a big thing um, now here's the follow up thing number three third thing I've learned you don't always have to follow the moment and here's the thing there are a lot of people who would love to be on camera I'm not particularly one of those people but I've become accustomed to it over time some people simply don't want to do video or they it's like a heavy lift for them they feel uncomfortable on video a lot of guests start to feel uncomfortable if they know they're on a video podcast and that can really alter things and so um, my advice here is to do what comes naturally do not force anything 
do something if it gives you joy. Don't do something just because the experts tell you you might as well. There's a lot of advice going around around the video thing saying like, look, if you're if you might as well do a video podcast. I think that assumes a lot because the reality is if you're on the production side, I don't know if you have someone who produces for you or if it's you producing, but just know this, when you go into a video format, you're going to have to ask a lot of questions and make a lot of decisions to transition into that format. It is work to transition an audio podcast into video, whether or not you are changing the format accordingly, right? Whether or not you are including video elements, you still have to consider like, what do you do when there are cuts? Um, Do you throw up a title card during the theme song? What happens during the theme song that plays that part where no one is talking, but there's, there's a theme song playing at the beginning of your podcast. Those are, for example, just a few examples of like, you have to figure out what to do in the video format there. And so if you're not loving it, if you're not loving the idea, it's really not worth it. And then I would say there are a number of things like that. Social media, the advice that you get towards gaining an audience, gaining a bigger audience, um, increasing your audience, um, how to create a better podcast in general. I mean, a lot of this, honestly, the the answer can be boiled down to do more. And if what you're doing is stuff that you don't enjoy, it's going to feel like a really heavy lift and it's simply not worth it. And I've seen too many people sort of do things because they're supposed to, because they feel like they're supposed to, and then sort of burn out as a result or not do a great job at those things. Um, I would say find a few ways to publicize your podcast that feel natural and organic to you and do those things. On that note, it's going to help you with this fourth thing, which is consistency is really about sustainability. This is something, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know this now, because we've talked about it in a number of different moments and ways. Consistency, and when you hear people talk about you need to be consistent on a podcast, what they're really saying is you need to be sustainable. You need to be something people understand what when it's coming and can count on it. But it's not a big deal if you're only every other week, every month. Um, what I would say is focus on quality first. I would focus on making sure that what you're putting out there is a good product. Um, Don't A, don't phone it in. B, don't settle. This can be hard, especially when you're um, working hard on something and you just want to get it out. But if you cannot do that consistently well, or if you aren't most of the time doing it really well, um, I would say, you know, think through that. Now, there's room for experimentation there which we'll talk about in a minute. But I think a lot of like the challenge is if you're consistently offering a lesser than what you would want or what you're more importantly, what your audience wants product, that can be a problem. It's better to release something that is good and at a steady rhythm than it is to release something bad or to release something good <laughs> whenever you feel like it, basically. So consider going every other week. Every, consider if you have to going monthly or even better, I think, is kind of like I'm doing here, um, saying, hey, end of our season, when you're starting to feel the pressure and you're starting to feel like, oh, this is getting to be a heavy lift, like um, consider just taking a break and saying, we're going on a break and uh, look, 52 podcasts a year, not really tenable for almost anyone. I don't know anyone who can do that well um, and without a, a big support team. 
If you want to be honest about that, and frankly, honest with your listeners about that. That's why, for instance, we are going on a break after this episode, a slight break. Um, Number five, and this is the last one, and this is tied to what I mentioned earlier, experimentation. This podcast has really keyed me into this idea, like experimenting is good. And if you've paid attention to the podcast, to the newsletter, you know that I've tried a lot of things. I am trying to figure out exactly what people want from um, how they want to listen, what works for me, what feels most natural to me, but more importantly, like what is helping people understand what this podcast is all about. The bottom line is experimentation is good, but I would not experiment with what is your center of gravity, right? And a lot of times that center of gravity is articulated in the front end of your podcast with that tagline, right? Um, That's a lot of times what it is. So for me, it is, let me read it. I don't remember. Honest conversations about podcasting problems. Now, I'm still not totally satisfied with that line. I don't think it quite articulates what I want to say. Honestly, what I really want to say is like therapy, <laughs> but for podcasters. But I don't feel uh, like that's, uh, I don't feel like I'm qualified to be a therapist. So I'm not going to say that. Um, and so I need to think of some other ways of saying that. The point is, I am experimenting with different formats, different approaches. I've started this as a newsletter and then changed it to a podcast where we talk about podcasting problems, doubts, struggles. Really what I want to do is get into the sort of deep feelings that podcasts bring up, that making podcasts bring up in us and talk openly about that in sort of a safe space. And that is um, the gist of what I'm doing. That will, as long as this podcast exists, never change. And that's my advice to you is that you can make a podcast and you can do all kinds of things. You can make a video, you can make it audio. It can have a wide social presence. It can have a community built up around it or it cannot. It can have a Patreon. You can try all of these things. It's fine. What's probably not going to work for you is changing what the show is every week, every month, every year. The, your audience is 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 queuing into you for one reason, and you need to know what that reason is. Float it to the top. So as we think about what has happened this year, all the changes and the things that are unsettled, all of the sort of temptations of things we want to dabble in and experiment in. I think the real question is not so much, should I do this? Is it going to pay off? If I, if I do this, will it, will it um, get me a bigger audience? I think the real question is, what does your audience do? And what do you need to do to be where your audience is? And more importantly, if I do any of these things I've been talking about, is it going to compromise the core of my show? various ways that it can do that. One, let's say you go from audio to video and let's say your podcast is a really deep, really intense conversational show about tricky, deeply personal subjects. I would really ask that you take a step back before you go video because what they're going to be thinking what your guest is going to be thinking is I'm going to be all over social media. My face is going to be all over social media saying, 
highly personal things and they're going to know that just as they do on then at that point your podcast is no better than like cnn talking head right i mean that's an overstatement but you get what i'm saying and so i think that there are a lot of ways to to forget that core and you want to keep the core and sometimes uh a format change a medium change bringing other mediums into the experience can really help you explore the core of what your show is and sometimes they can really hurt that's what i would advise as we go into the new year that you think about uh last thing i'll say as you go into the new year if you are looking for someone to help you make a podcast if you're starting from scratch you have no idea what to do you haven't even like really written down anything i love to come and help people with that um just check out areacodeaudio.com slash start if that is you, I have a whole package where I take people from conception to uh, making a pilot. You you end that with a pilot, and that's something you can be proud of and turn into a, a sustainable podcast, which is something I help I like to help people do. If you need help producing podcasts, we have offerings for that. And then if you're um, interested in sort of getting a second look, you want a second pair of eyes on your podcast, or you just need to rethink or sort of refresh what you're doing right now, uh, yeah, get in touch. We have a package on offer for that. And in the new year, um, I would love to work with a few more people along those lines. So um, yeah, reach out. Um, Hey, it's been a wild year. I don't know what you've been doing um, but hopefully thinking about listening to and making podcasts, let's do that some more in the new year. Let me know what you're up to. Reach out Richard at areacodeaudio.com and I, I'll respond to everybody. So reach out and I will see you next year. Have fun. Uh, and let me know how I should end these podcasts. Cause I struggle with the ending every time. And I'm not even to the point of intentionally experimenting with endings i just sort of end every time i don't know how to do it anyway bye